Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. His buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Jesus, Rash, get it together! It's game day, come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, December 22nd, 2021. It's Battle for the Bluegrass Day here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Radio. TJ Walker. Nick Roush and Justin Kalen. That's right, fellas. Battle mm-hmm. for the Bluegrass. The Cats versus the Tops. C-A-T-S, T-O-P-S at Rupp Arena. It's not what we were anticipating just a few days ago. Certainly not a week ago. Not when the schedules initially came out. But I'm pumped up. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to, to get this one tipped off. I'm obviously Hopeful for a big Kentucky win, but if UK's not not into it, it could be a, a challenging game. Justin Kalen, how are you on this Wednesday hump day morning? I am well rested. Went to bed at like nine o'clock last night, thanks to two awful NFL games. Um, so yeah, I'm feel good. It's Wednesday, hump day. You all got a game. Hoosiers got a game. We've got one more day this week after today. Pumped. I am all around pumped. Both NFL games were objectively solid games. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Justin. I was not into them. Not and one you could only get one of them unless yeah. I'm just an idiot, and that really ticked me off. Yeah, that, that was kind of annoying, too. I would have rather watched both of them. Well, I would have rather just well, watched the Rams and the Seahawks more than anything else. Sure. But they both came down to the fourth quarters. I, I didn't. I listened to some of the Rams-Seahawks on the radio like it was 1934 but because uh, I had some fantasy interests involved in it. But uh, – yeah, I'm not going to complain about Tuesday NFL. 
Yeah, I no. guess I can't complain about Tuesday NFL. No matter what the games were like, it, we had football on Tuesday. Heck, I stayed up late and watched uh, college football bowl games, too, hey, did, afterwards. Did UTSA win? They did not. Oh, I yeah. followed you on that, Roush. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Damn it. I believed in him, but then their quarterback, San Diego State's quarterback, played the game of his life. Had four touchdowns, 350 yards passing, career highs all over the place. He was not that good all year. So, told man. you, Told you that. UTSA was trending in the wrong direction. Everybody could see that. <laughs> Try telling you. Oh, man. Uh, so, was the game in Louisville, was it the Eagles and Washington football team, or was it Rams Seahawks? Washington football team. God, I'm sorry. Because the, the Rams Seahawks, they actually did have a call so late that my father-in-law was like, you know, it makes you think this league is fixed. Because – uh, the Seahawks were down a touchdown. It was third and long. They threw a bomb deep, and the guy for the Rams just did not turn around. They had like a linebacker covering a receiver downfield, did not turn around, tackled the receiver earlier. I mean, and it was pretty clear, even if you didn't have it in slow motion, that it was a pass interference. They just swallowed their whistles. Rams get the ball back, go down, kick a field goal, win by 10. Um, what, would any of us be surprised if – Eight, ten years down the line, a whole thing got uncovered and it figured out that the NFL was fixing games? Because I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised. You would? Yes. Interesting. Uh, what about I, I, the, the, the sports? Uh, you, you would just have to have so many people that wouldn't talk that yeah. even if the NFL wanted to fix games, just the how practical it would be would be. I, I don't think it'd be very practical. I think it'd be, I think it'd be, maybe they could get away with like one game, but eventually somebody'd be like, yeah, it's unbelievable. The NFL actually paid me. I couldn't, I, and then that would just, it'd be a wildfire. Right, There'd be right. more rumors for it. People and, are bad at keeping secrets, but mm-hmm. there is a part of you that's like, well, of course the LA team gets all the calls. And, and I think that's more of just like an inherent bias within the refs and like the, you know, they're at, they're in LA for this game, you know. Maybe, maybe that plays a role in it. But if you wanted to be a conspiracy theorist, you got some more ammunition last night. Like, oh, the, the Super Bowl is in SoFi Stadium. They want the Rams to be good. They want to be in the playoffs and have a chance to go there, just like the Bucks did and play at their home field last year. Yeah, I don't. I just think it was a bad missed call. And you don't have to turn around on the ball. You you can you can play no, your no. you can play your person the entire time. But he got there entirely too early. I yeah. mean it was clear it was clear a day on the replay, even the radio I was listening to the Rams radio broadcast and they were they said they got away with one there and uh You know it's a bad call whenever the rules official analyst is like, Oh yeah, that's bad. Because <laughs> like ninety percent of the time they will just take the official side on the field. Dean Blandino was like yeah, it's pretty clear that was pass interference. Did you you had the Rams Seahawks game on? Yes, Rams Seahawks was the game they played in Ohio. Huh? That's yeah. weird. My buddy showed me the map and like it was pretty for the most part geographical. Oh yeah, there is a little sliver in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, lucky dog, you you got yeah. the good game. The got better the good game, game. Yeah. instead of watching Trevor's terrible Eagles. Okay, yeah, there's weird pockets of, like, Missouri and Iowa that got Rams and Seahawks and then parts of Wisconsin, all of Michigan, and uh, parts of Ohio, weirdly enough. Why is that? I get St. Louis because, like, the Rams used to be there, so. Oh, yeah. And then, well, but, like, why 
why the good part of Wisconsin and all of Michigan? Well, except for the Upper Peninsula, there's a little tiny sliver. But um, wonder uh, what that is. Maybe Russell Wilson for the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. Kind of or like Wolva gets all the Ravens games. Or I'm thinking that Packers fans wanted to watch that game due to the st- NFC standings with the Rams, potentially. Yeah, but Washington football team, Philadelphia, yeah. they're both NFC teams. Granted, they're not jockeying for position as much as Green Bay is with the Rams, but nah, I, I, I like Roush's theory better. I'm going Roush. I'm going Roush's Woo! theory. Woohoo! Damn it. I also love, too, love to that they're going to give more of the country an NFC East game than like a game between a team that has a good record. Of course they are. It's the NFC East. God, it's disgusting. Just the, a garbage division that they force every foisted on us. They it, foisted it on us. The the NFL needs to read the room on the NFC East. Nobody likes the NFC East as much <laughs> as you all do. It's you. It's the NFL and the NFC East that love the NFC East. The rest of the country does not care about the Cowboys. Nobody gets all jazzed up to watch the Washington football team versus the Giants. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So stop showing it. We don't want to see it. Stop putting it on Sunday night. Stop putting it on Monday night. I, If I'm NFL commissioner, I'm doing – and I hate to have to punish the NFC East, but for two years, any NFC East matchup between two NFC East teams, 1 o'clock on Sunday. And I can, <laughs> I'm not budging on that. Now, if the Cowboys are playing the Packers, okay, we can prime time that. If the Washington football team is taking on Tom Brady, sure, people would want to watch Tom Brady. But no more – in my NFL, are we getting NL, NFC East interdivision games in primetime matchups? It, far too long we've had to suffer through that. It, it really is a, a crime against humanity to make us watch any more NFC East football. It really is. It's just disgusting. And frankly, we've had enough of it. We've had enough of it. By the way, I saw, did you see the NFL come out and try to tell the rest of the world who they needed to cheer for? They broke down like the fandom map via. Oh, countries. I saw that. Yeah. Now, I, now I swear I just had it pulled up, and now I can't find it, so that doesn't do anybody any good. But yeah, each they, country was like given a team. Or yeah, nobody. And the but Packers the, weren't even on the list. But then the UK had six teams. The Jaguars have been playing there every year since we started going over to Europe. But then they get six teams to choose from. All right, I'll, I'll give you the breakdown. Canada, the NFL says, should root for either the the Vikings or the Seahawks. I guess okay. I get it. Both, you know, near the near the Proximity. border of Canada, mm-hmm. but again, you know, Green Bay and Detroit, not like they're too far away. Pittsburgh, they're a north team as well. Anyways, Mexico has a ton of. They say the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Texans, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Rams, the Steelers, the 49ers. So, our our Mexican friends south of the border, they have plenty of teams to choose from. Brazil, they say you're Dolphins fans. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you're Brazil. Do- you're, you're Dolphins fans. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you're in the UK, you can like the Bears, you can like the Jaguars, you can like the Dolphins, you can like the Vikings, you can like the Jets, or you can like the 49ers. Not a not an overly inspiring no. list, if we're going to no, be honest. not at all. Spain, you have to either pick between the Bears or the Dolphins. You can join your Brazilian friends. They speak a different language in Brazil, but... You can also cheer on the Dolphins if you'd like, or you can have the Bears. Australia, you got to root for the Rams, unfortunately. China, you got to root for the Rams, unfortunately. Germany, Panthers, Chiefs, Patriots, or Bucks. You get to pick Panthers. between those four. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
They really are just spraying the board here. They're they like, are. Okay, they are. Who have, who have we not given a team? Okay, we'll give you the Panthers. It almost what feels like the they're just like, doing which, this? which teams are we having kind of the most trouble with in national marketing and apparel sales? And they're probably saying like, hey, nobody really likes the Rams. Nobody even in L.A. really likes the Rams. Nobody in the in the United States likes the Rams. Maybe if we just try to sell that these other teams need to start liking. If we get all of China on the Los Angeles Rams, we could really make a pretty penny here, folks. We'll go ahead and throw Australia in too as well. But that, I don't it, the whole what a waste of time, whoever came up with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what are Australians doing looking at this map? And they're like, woohoo, we're fans now. Well, you Come need on. to say that in an Australian accent. That's true. Good Come day, on. mate. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Uh, I would love to be the person that comes up with the regional geographical maps for like, hey, what part of the country in you're getting this game? That'd be a good time. And no more Ravens games in Louisville either. If it's prime time or like it's just the best game, sure. But we're not we're we're not gonna box out the Bengals to get Lamar Jackson on in this town. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean I do kind of like that they do like because there's going to come a time when uh, a Kentucky Wildcat becomes an NFL superstar. We're going to want to watch him every Sunday. We no. won't be as obnoxious as Louisville fans, but we're going to want like there's going to be definitely a conflict between Lamar Jackson and Kentucky NFL superstar. Disagree. I, oh, well, you, he hath little faith. Kentucky will have a great NFL player sooner probably than later. Maybe Wondell Robinson, maybe Will Levis in a couple of years. They'll have a great NFL player, Rush. I do agree with you on that. I just won't care enough to whine to Fox or CBS that that team needs to be on the Louisville market. I just That won't be true. If it's the best game or it makes sense regionally, bring it on. But Ooh, I'm, but what I'm if that up. person plays for the Packers? Packers oh, are on, uh, the, the Packers are on in Louisville frequently. And if they're not, uh, you know what? I can always go up to a local drinking establishment and catch the game. Ooh, does the NFL have a Packers bias? Uh, well, they probably have a amazing, awesome QB bias. <laughs> Tell you what, he seems to really be enjoying himself this year. Did you see his did doppelganger see the other night? I oh, did. That was yeah. Good. yeah, he's that was been, he, he's, yeah he, he, that guy looks just like him. That's it. <laughs> probably could you know like really trick people in public with that get up. He uh, also did the thing where he wore a cancel culture hoodie. Did you see that? Yeah, everybody's all. I love the people that get so worked up about Aaron Rodgers. People Man. get very triggered. Oh yeah, you can Aaron, really just tell like, on yourself with like how mad you get about <laughs> an athlete. Like and you know the funny thing is, it's just like it, it's. Just like the 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 nuts on the right when somebody kneels or does something that they don't like, you know, it's just like you're yelling into the void. They don't care about mm -hmm. you. They don't they don't waste one second thinking about you. You're also and, like playing into exactly <laughs> what they like. Sure, <laughs> it's what they want. They want you like, to be all fired up over that. Well, and the, their whole point is like you know, don't get so worked up over a difference of opinion. And oh, here you are getting so worked up over a difference of opinion. The people, uh, well, we'll, nah, we'll, we'll wait. We, we got to talk Kentucky and Western Kentucky. It's for a good cause tonight at Rupp Arena, Roush. It's going to be a good time. I think they're taking toys if you're going to the game. Yes, they are. But um, did we ever get anything specific aside from that? No, but I but I thought they had said that they probably wouldn't announce it till around like game time. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know like the money breakdown of what they're going to do with some of that stuff. 
Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, I, I just I didn't know the. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I had not seen anything about the fundraising element. So hopefully they get that figured out today. Uh, 6 p.m. tip off leading into the Missouri Army bowl game. Uh, Kentucky in Western Kentucky. They've only played six times, TJ. Six times. Yeah, Stansberry yesterday said, I don't think this is the start of a series or anything like that. They don't really stand anything to gain by playing us, which is kind of like a, ooh, that's a spicy quote. He goes on to say, and that's how it is for us with some other teams, that we just don't stand anything to play them, so we don't play them. It was a pretty reasonable quote, all things considered, and there is some truth to it, and honestly – I feel like if more people in Western Kentucky kind of took that approach, I bet Kentucky may be more willing to throw them a bone. UK just doesn't really like it when schools tell them what they need to do, uh, Cal especially, but even everybody at UK. So uh, when Western says, you got to do this, you got to do that, Kentucky generally says, oh, yeah, well, no, we, we don't, and watch us. So that series, it hasn't been one that's been played a lot. Western actually holds an NCAA tournament win over the Wildcats. Yeah. Roush in a game that I'm sure probably some of our listeners are more familiar with than we are. Yeah, Jim McDaniels was a uh, Mr. Basketball in the state of Kentucky and uh, went out and put it on the Cats uh, from Scottsville, a uh, 6'11 guy who uh, it was number seven versus number eight in the 1971 Sweet 16. And Western won by 25 points, 24 points. 107 83. Uh, he had 35 and 11 in that game. Uh, now, it was it was one of those deals where Rupp said he recruited him, but McDaniels didn't qualify. It's kind of one of those, uh, um, I, I don't know what's the right, kind of like an urban legend thing where the, there's, a, there's always a little bit of myth around Jim McDaniels, especially for Topper fans, but he helped them get that win. Uh, they ended up going to the Final Four that year, and it actually was later vacated because he signed with an agent prior to that tournament run. But nevertheless, you can't take that win away from him. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm taking it away. Oh wow! Th- 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 this is going to offend some folks, and one, don't let it. But Kentucky should. I don't care if it's 1939 or 2021. Kentucky should not lose a tournament game to Western Kentucky. Just shouldn't nope. happen. Nope. That 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 early uh, seventy three. You said uh, seventy one. Yeah. Oh, 71. Okay, that mm-hmm. seventy one team should be embarrassed. <laughs> oh, and man. I hope, it, I hope fans were were you know were getting rowdy after that after that season because that's unacceptable. I will say back then it was um, you had a lot of just kind of random teams be really good based on one player, like uh, Artis Gilmore for Jacksonville. He was a that was a one man team that knocked Kentucky out of NCAA tournament. Uh, Seattle was really good with oh gosh, San Francisco Elgin, had some good teams. Yeah, San Francisco had Bill Russell. I want to say Seattle had Elgin Baylor, if I'm not mistaken. But like you could get really awesome from just some random team based on one or two guys uh, playing there for three or four years. Hey, like that guy playing at uh, Milwaukee. Who? What's his name? Baldwin. Yeah, Baldwin at Milwaukee. Except you They're know, terrible. much much better. Or hell, <laughs> even like Steph Curry and Davidson. I mean, it doesn't happen as often as it used to. Uh, but that like, and especially when the NCAA tournament it was a much smaller field. You know, it it only took what, yeah, two to win, wins. You had to, to win your conference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
can you imagine a game without three point lines or a shot clock being 103 to 87? It's also crazy to watch just the lack of like you couldn't touch somebody and that's why they were so high scoring because if you actually touch somebody it was a foul maybe you could get away with like a little bit of a box out but height just trumped everything because you could just reach over somebody it was no problem no problem at all you're telling me people weren't just flopping and taking charges every two seconds no no they weren't flopping and taking charges every two seconds Hmm. um but they were back in 2001 that was the only other Western Kentucky victory. I believe this was the start of team turmoil, right? Some people have said that. I I just I I think that's the right year because you had Rashad Carruth on the team, um, which you know he he missed the game because of an ankle sprain. But uh, Tayshon and Bogans were only seven of twenty four, and Patrick Sparks put it on the Cats, upset them to start the two thousand one season. I think it actually kept UK from. Uh, going to play in Madison Square Garden. It was one of those kind of deals where you would play two, you know, a game or two at home and then move on up. So, man, this is this is one of those games too that Trevor he would he's so obnoxious about, and it's like Trevor, just shut your face. Well, I think he says like that's why Kentucky didn't play Western anymore after that. But th- this is always, for the most part, been mostly like a once in the decade sort of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played once in the seventies. They played once in the eighties. Twice in the nineties. W- once in the aughts. Is that what we call that? I always get that confused. Yeah, I guess that's what we call it. Uh, and yeah. then you know they played in the twenty twelve tournament game. Now they're this is their first meeting in the in the twenties. So. Boom. It, it, it it's kind of it's not a, a series rich with history but western is a program that has more tradition than it gets credit for uh, it's a better it's it's a better basketball program than it gets recognized nationally uh, that being said kentucky should never lose a tournament game to them nope. uh, when, when stakes are high but uh, should be a fun one tonight. Western, a talented team, and and especially doing all this on short notice, I'm I'm excited about that as well. So, do you have a favorite all time Western Kentucky basketball player? Oh, Charles. They've Bass. been pretty good in our lifetime. Charles Bassey. Okay, he follows me on Twitter. Charles Bassey follows Nick Roush on Twitter. Yeah, people forget he went to DeSales for a year and played at that prep school. People, for me, I just yeah. forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I briefly forgot. Who's your favorite topper of all time, Justin? I was gonna go Charles Bassey too. Oh uh, come on! Mainly, mainly because Charles he's Bassey. one of the he's one of the only ones I can think of. If we're being honest, Patrick Ooh, Sparks. Here's one, Courtney no. Lee. Here's a good no. one too, Courtney Lee. Yeah, because those, those teams are really good. What about uh, where would you have Jamarian Sharp on your list, Justin? <laughs> Who? Jamarian Sharp. The seven foot five guy. Tallest yeah. player in NCAA. Oh, basketball. is he the one who's playing there now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That, uh, I actually haven't seen, I haven't seen Western. Prospect in the state. I haven't seen Western play yet. I, I saw the last like two minutes of the Louisville game, but that was nothing serious. Roush, you know, you, we, you, you specifically gave Eves a hard time on that. He could be second. It's not crazy to think that he could be like the second best prospect. When once Shade and Sharp comes, you know, you'd move him to third. But right, right, a, right. A dude averaging eight, eight, and five in That's the five main blocks. Yeah. <laughs> like you I mean, know, he's, he, he's going to he's going to play in the NBA. They mm-hmm. for for sure. 
Uh, obviously, I don't think any team's going to take him over a Ty Ty Washington or a Shaden Sharp, and there's probably some other, maybe a play, another player or two that I'm forgetting about here in a moment. But that's a pretty fascinating prospect with uh, a stat line that I'm guessing will only get better. His points and rebounds probably will only get better. Blocks will have to come down a little bit. Five blocks right. a game is just nutty. Yeah, no, and he's he's pretty good. It's just it's just funny that. I just love Jerry's response in that little Twitter back and forth. But uh, Sharp is solid. I don't think this Western team, though, is as good as they were a year ago. Tavion Hollingsworth's no longer there. We mentioned Bassey earlier. He's no longer there. And Stansberry, for as much as Goodman wants to give him hell and put the dollar sign in front of Stansberry's name, like he's done a good job at Western. He just hasn't won the big one. I think he's lost two straight conference championship games. So uh, Western... They're they're going to put up a good fight. It's going to be a fun game. Um, and TJ, this is the when, when we talk about scheduling these November kind of like games where you're playing a team that's one of the be- yes they're from a lower conference, but they're one of the best teams in their conference. This is this is it. They they fit that bill. They just so happen to be from the western part of the state, and they've got a lot of guys that people are familiar with. Uh, come full circle, Stefan Pettigrew, the, the Mr. Basketball played in King of Bluegrass. He was a really good hilltopper. Uh, I mentioned Hollingsworth, Bassey. Like, they have a lot of dudes. Uh, I actually saw the uh, – d- do you remember the – gosh, it's killing me. I can't think of his name. He was Mr. Basketball at Owen County. He went to Northern Kentucky. He transferred. And then he sat out in the conference tournament last year to get ready for the NFL draft. And, man, it is going to bug the hell out of me that I can't think of his name. Well, you're not going to get any help from me, buddy. I'll tell you that much right now. He actually got picked up. Um, Carson Williams. There we go. He actually got picked up by the Raiders and then, like, tore his groin. Um, and now he works out with aspirations, trying to get on a team next year. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, like, they, they have a lot of familiar names, familiar faces on that roster. And you better believe they're going to be ready to play tonight at Rep Arena. I figured out my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Josh Anderson. Hmm. He's on the team now. I, I Every time I listen to a Western Kentucky game right here on the Big X, if there's no other complications, um, it just, Josh Anderson's a guy that does everything. He rebounds. He plays defense. He'll dive on the floor. Give me Josh Anderson. Who's favorite Michael Kidd-Gilchrist's buddy, Roush? Uh, Derek Gordon? And uh, he, he, they, you know, that documentary with Michael Kidd Gilchrist, he, the, his buddy was like the other star in it. And they played against each other in the NCAA tournament. But then his buddy transferred, I think, to like UMass. And then oh, I think his buddy yeah. ended up coming out and being right. one, like the, the few openly gay players in college athletics, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, uh, which was a pretty, you know, pretty big, a big deal, especially even when you go back like almost 10 years ago, especially. But was that his name, Derek Gordon? That, that sounds right. Yeah. I think it was Gordon, his last name, but uh, he was a he was a hilltopper for Ooh, for a season. I've got another one for you, Justin, and this one I figured you had his jersey hanging up in your house in Pekins. Anthony Winchester, never heard of him. <laughs> he is from uh, Austin, Indiana, which that isn't that isn't too what. Uh, yeah, I'll, from, I'll, I love Boston, Indiana. Yeah, no, Austin. Oh yeah, Boston. Did Austin, he go to Indiana. Austin High School? Yes, he his what? pictures hanging up real big there. He was Mr. Basketball runner up to Sean May, and uh, he actually coached a young Nick Roush in middle school. And we were in that gym, and it was so weird having him coach you. And his like picture is thirty feet tall, like right behind the basketball goal, just staring at you the whole time. He didn't believe in defense so what, though. It was a lot what of what year would this have been? 
Uh, 02 to 06 was his college years. He's 10th all-time in Western scoring history. That Whoa. is wild. I think he hit like a – it wasn't Ty Rogers hit an NCAA tournament shot, but I think he got them in the NCAA tournament one year with a big shot in uh, OVC play. I think they were in the OVC at that time. But, yeah, small world. Well, we've really just – Gone down a wormhole of what we, Western Kentucky players – You know what? We, what Western Kentucky basketball means to us. That's what this last six minutes has been. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Christmas means to me, my love. That's what toppers mean to me, my love. <laughs> Ooh, but, I guess it's a house divided. My brother is a Western Kentucky alum, former topper. Wow. This he, Western team is interesting because they started off not all that great. They are eight and four on the year, but they're seven and one in their last eight games. So out of their eight wins, seven have come recently. And they've uh, during that stretch, they've they've beaten some good teams. They annihilated Ole Miss, who I actually don't think is that bad. Although I'm starting to have to reconsider that take. I thought Ole Miss lost hurt. to Samford last night. They're well, not bad. I, I saw that. They're they're heading in the wrong direction. But I they thought also earlier beat, this year, beat the crap out of Dayton too, who I, I think is decent. I watched them, and I was like, this is a solid basketball team. But since then, that things have taken a turn. But Western, anytime you beat a team, I don't care who it is. You beat a Power 5 team by that big of a margin, that's pretty decent. And then, of course, they beat Louisville, which was who Kentucky was supposed to play tonight. Justin, who do you like in the Price-Shebway matchup? Do you like the height, or do you like the strength? Because Oscar's given up, oh, I don't know, what, about nine inches? <laughs> uh, that's he's gonna crazy. Look, he's that is gonna look, so insane to say out, out loud. He's going to look like a child. He's going to look like a child next to this dude. This is going to be interesting to see. This is because he could he could lower his shoulder and he could knock Price into the fourth row at Rupp Arena, or Price is just going to block every single shot Sheboy tries to get off, and Sheboy is going to live at that elbow jumper if he has to. So be, here's the thing: fa- for it's going to be fascinating. I want to hear it, Justin. You tell me. You. You will get a lot of Shibway shooting that elbow jumper, I think, tonight. But for me, height and strength, Oscar Shibway is a man that looks like he needs to be in the UFC. So I am going to take strength 10 times out of 10 when it comes to Oscar Shibway. I'll even make a bold prediction. Oscar gets more rebounds than that tall doofus. Oh, wow. Wow, really kind of full price. I'm a yeah. Price fan. You're calling him a doofus. I, yeah. I don't know if that's all that hot of a take. Sheboy averages more rebounds. What I do think is going to be fun to watch is Price is going to get – he's they're either going to let him kind of go over Sheboy's back or he's going to get a lot of ticky-tack fouls because what makes Oscar great is his ability not only to get position on rebounds but then to really just stand firm. I mean, it's like you're planting a statue in the ground and he ain't moving. And so when that ball comes to him, nobody can push him out the way to go get it. So I, I'm interested to see how the the kind of foul situation plays out between the two because I could see it getting ticky-tacky early. I hope it's not. And you almost want like Sansbury and Calipari just to – well, Sansbury wouldn't do it. And that, I mean, it would never happen anyways. But you almost wish that they could just go to the refs and be like, can we? You just let us play. Like we, you know, we want to see our better players out there on the floor. But it's not going to happen. Uh, I used to not like Stansberry. I don't doubt that they're all the Goodman stuff. There's some truth and validity to it. But no denying that he can build up a solid basketball program. What has yeah. Mississippi? What has Mississippi State done since he's been no, out? Nothing. 
And, uh-huh. they, and it's not for a lack of getting in some solid players. They have gotten good players since he's been gone, and they haven't really – remember the Rick Ray era? I miss I miss the Rick Ray SEC. Man, that Back was when bad. teams just didn't care, and it was like, well, let's just save money on basketball and because we're going to stink anyways. Man, uh, those, that was those, bad. Those were the good days. They really were. Rick Stansberry, too, um, one of Meade County's finest, a uh, green oh, yeah. wave guy. People forget that. Yeah. Man, one of my more frustrating games ever at Rupp Arena – was one of Billy Gillespie's year, I think his last year, as a matter of fact. And there's a snowstorm across Kentucky. The Rupp Arena crowd would have radio just going nuts today. Jerry Tipton would just be tweeting left and right. There was I, there was probably not like four thousand people in Rupp Arena that night. I, I'm sure they listed you know fifteen or sixteen or seventeen thousand, but it was such a light crowd where you could literally hear people yelling at like Gillespie <laughs> or yelling at the players or yelling at Stansberry. Stansberry does that whistling thing, Roush. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Because his voice, he always talks like this. His voice is always hoarse. Yeah, so you'll hear some loud whistling and rub tonight. But back in the day when he'd come up with Mississippi State, a lot of UK fans would do the whistling too, just to try to like oh. confuse the players and stuff like that. So, I like uh, that. That, yeah, that's, you know, that's even in the Calipari era. So, right, yeah, that that first SEC championship game was against Stansberry. Yeah, they had Jarvis Venardo. Uh, ah, and that's what Mississippi State basketball means to us. Didn't uh, didn't Venardo get suspended because he got in a fight with a teammate while sitting in a stands, like in between games at a Christmas tournament? Was that it? It wasn't against that uh, who Renardo Cindy Sydney? Is that the, Remember that guy that they were bringing in? So that huge. I think that's what it is. Is I get Jarvis Venardo and Renardo Sydney confused. I forget which one was the real head case. I, I don't. Bernardo had a nice college career. Maybe he yeah, had an yeah. incident, but he. I think he was like the all-time leading shot blocker or close yeah. to it or something like that. Yeah, the Bernardo Sydney guy ended yeah. up not working out. I think he had weight <laughs> problems here and there, and he was kind of. I think he had some other stuff going on with him. He was basically their Derek character. Yeah, that's a perfect except, comparison. Except like much more trouble and a much bigger headache. The way the U of L folks tell the Derek character story is like Patino. Just him and Earl Clark, which I, you know, I, I, I had seen them around UK, UL's campus from time to time. Between those two, one had to go. It was just like if both of them were going to be at UL together, they both were going to get in trouble, and UL was probably going to lose both to, of them to them doing something stupid. So one of them had to go. They were just bad news when they were together. And Patino just said, all right, well, Earl's I better. Think, I think that was the good choice. Yeah, he's he just right like Earl's right. better. Sorry, he, he like he supposedly like loved both of them, but they just were not ready to kind of be on their own at the college, at the college level, being the the stars on being the big wigs on the campus. All right, long first segment. Let's go to a break. Man, text man. into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Really scratching our nostalgic itch this holiday season. It's Battle of the Bluegrass Day. We're pumped up. We're excited. We hope you are too. We appreciate you listening. We'll be right back after this. People will come, Ray. To Kentucky Roll Call. For reasons they can't even fathom.
someone else, but not for me. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Stop what you're doing go. right now and get yourself to a Thornton's for some coffee and donuts to get your Wednesday started right. I don't know. I'm probably worried. You're probably working today, tomorrow. Shame on the companies that make folks come in on Christmas Eve. I what? what when's the federal Christmas holiday? Is that on Friday? It's uh, Friday. Okay. So I guess, you know, most folks should probably not be working. But you can't just give people a half day on Friday and say Merry Christmas, we'll see you on Monday. No way. What are you, no Ebenezer way. Scrooge over here? Don't do it. Yeah, I've seen this on Twitter, Roush, where people talk about how, like, that whole that, – that ends up just being ghosts haunt this guy into paying his employees more. There's more than that to that story. He does a whole transformation. It's not just a financial. Right. But it's, you know, that's part of it. So they they're 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 bullying him into being a nice guy. But but hopefully you're you're winding down on this week and you deserve some donuts. You deserve some coffee. Mm -hmm. Stop in at Thornton's. They've got both of them. They do a good job with both. Man, um Cameron Justice, I remember him from uh from, from Hanman? From the 90s, yeah. It seems like he's been playing college basketball forever. Yeah, and I, I checked to see his stops. It was Vanderbilt, then it was Uwe Pui, and now we are, we're wrapping things up at Western Kentucky. I think he had 26, if I'm not mistaken, against Louisville, played really well, uh, the Knight County Central product. Um, he can get hot from three. He's definitely your candidate for we, – we haven't had one of those yet this year for – Random guy gets hot at Rupp and is just unconscious. But he's definitely a candidate for, for that honor this year. Yeah. It, this is, I said it yesterday. This is a Western team. It's going to, they're going to come in. They're going to shoot a lot of threes. This is going to be a huge game for Justice. Being at Rupp Arena, having the bright lights on him and having a chance to, to upset Kentucky. I'm sure he's going to have any friends and family that have wanted to watch him play basketball are going to be mm -hmm. in attendance. And a lot of Western fans, some that I personally know, are, are going up to Rupp Arena. They're excited about the opportunity. So they, they better come prepared. But I, he, UofL made life really easy on Justice. It was really defensive breakdown after defensive breakdown where he was just entirely too open. You just got to guard. You just have to guard him. You can't go losing your man. If Kentucky plays defense like they did against North Carolina, they'll be fine. If they do it like they did against Notre Dame, and I know Notre Dame didn't put up a ton of points, but UK still gave up way too many open shots in that one. Then Western's a team that, that can knock them mm -hmm. down, especially Justice. So Kentucky has to be doing a good job in transition. The good news for UK in this one is Western should try to play fast mo most of the time. They're going to play that zone defensively, but they're a team that kind of likes to get up and down too because – if you're a three-point shooting team, if you play fast, that's a better way to have people get lost in defense. Bam, plays to your strength. You knock down outside shots. So I think Kentucky would like to play fast with Western. So I think Kentucky needs to play tempos that are a little bit quicker. Notre Dame was able to dictate that one. Didn't work out well for Kentucky. So if this game is played fast, that could be good news for UK, but it doesn't mean they can miss their defense assignments, get lost on the other end, because Western Kentucky can make them pay. 
Mm-hmm. UNC shot horribly from outside Roush. Western won't be that kind to Kentucky. I can guarantee it. Right, right. Um, now, one player who is not the best outside shooter, but he's another local kid with with something to play for. Our, our, our friend Tyler Wong on Twitter says that McKnight versus Wheeler will be an interesting matchup. Davion McKnight, a Collins High School product from Shelbyville, Kentucky, 53% from the field this year. Um not a big time three point shooter, but he's averaging more than fourteen points a game. That that should be a good matchup between the two point guards. Uh, he's only a sophomore, but yeah, that that's going to be a nice little back and forth uh, between the two. And uh, I, man, I, this it, the people who got all kind of. Uh, I know they were a small, loud minority, but the people who got all out of whack over. Oh, you could only get Western. Like I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for this game tonight. Tonight should be a good one at Rupp. I am too. And this should be a hey, UK, be be focused. You knew that Kentucky'd be into it if it was Louisville tonight. Western, it's a team you've got to be. You've got to be equally as motivated for. You've got a lot of people on Western that play that played in Kentucky. Playing at Rupp Arena means a lot to them. This is going to be a huge deal. As I mentioned, all their friends and family are going to be there. And you, you've got to come prepared. You've got to come ready to play. And I just, it feels so, Notre Dame proved that he's certainly not perfect, but it does feel good knowing you've got an experienced guard. He shouldn't get, you You know that he's going to come with the right mindset, Roush. You know that that's going to be expressed to him and the team that like, hey, these guys are going to want to come punch you in the mouth. This is going to mean more to them than it will to you. So get your mind right. You know, that's going to resonate with Wheeler and you know mm-hmm. that he'll be able to do a good job to kind of he'll bring the energy for his teammates. Oscar does as well. There's a lot of guys on this team. You're never really lack. You, you're never really lacking energy. You could lack scoring from time to time. We've seen some stretches that offensively it's not all great, but they don't seem to get too down on themselves. They play hard, and I like that. I, I like that about Wheeler. I think he is the leader of this team, and I, I have no doubt that he's going to give McKnight all that he can handle. Yeah, and you can. I think you can say the same thing about Sheboy too, going up against a giant seven foot five guy. You know, there's going to be some extra motivation there. So, well, no, um, what I'd tell Sheboy if I was not to interrupt you, but what I'd tell Sheboy if I was UK's coaches is every the reason that you're still playing college basketball is because people think you're too small to be able to to do the things that you're going to go up against seven foot one guys in the NBA, seven foot two guys in the NBA. Hey, here's a seven foot five guy. Go bully him around. Show you know show show the NBA what you've got, and that's that's what I'd be telling Sheboy is like you know this is prove what you can do against some length, and how about all the length because yeah. seven foot five <laughs> is nothing to mess around with. Man, crazy, crazy should should be a fun one tonight. Um, I hope the, the there's a good atmosphere there. I, I know you can't expect it to have the same kind of juice that you would for a Louisville game, but I I, I think. On the heels of that North Carolina game, there haven't been a lot of great crowds. I know it's 6 o'clock. It's during the holiday season, the traffic. It might be a late-arriving crowd. I think Jerry Tipton's still going to be able to get his picture off and just giggle while he's doing it. But I still think we're going to get close to a sold-out Rupp Arena for the first time this year. I hope so. I, I hope it I hope it's. It should be packed. I mean, if nothing else, it's for a good cause. Maybe – you have a few tickets just go by the wayside. You have all fans bought that they couldn't get rid of, or mm-hmm. uh, you know that's always a possibility. So I wouldn't doubt. And, and there's still 
some people don't want to go because of the pandemic. Some people may not want to go because they don't want to, you know, there's some of that stuff still right, right. going on with that. So I wouldn't doubt if you see some seats, but it, I, it'll be a good crowd. Like you said, I, it'll be the best atmosphere at Rupp Arena. Not even close. Western is going to bring a ton of fans. It'll have a little NCAA tournament feel to it. And 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 I would tell the team that as well, that, hey, this is this you all didn't get a ton of time to prepare. We didn't do our normal. This isn't our kind of normal scouting that we normally get. Uh, for opponents, John Calipari said he had watched like every minute of U of L and every minute of Ohio State and stuff along those lines. Are we buying that first and foremost? I'm not, um, so, sure. I'm not so sure that we are, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm like being a little bit more. Uh, I don't think gullible is the right word, but idealistic with my Calipari talk this year because if I'm just jaded, doubting everything, then it's going to be no fun. So I uh, sure I'm going to believe it. Yeah. That that's you know it's no big deal one way or another, but they, I don't think he had watched all of U of L before Saturday's game, and then he was pretty busy after Saturday, and then they find mm-hmm. out Monday that the game's not happening. So, uh, but anyways, regardless, you don't have the same scouting time that you have with with Western. So embrace it, get used to it, and and go out there and, and put on a show for everybody that's going to be out there. I, I think that UNC game did a lot for this team or some people could make a case that the Notre Dame game did a lot for this team that that kind of woke them up told them how they needed to play showed that they're that they're really not all that and uh, they need to bring it but that I think that UNC game for a confidence standpoint they know like hey we're a good team we 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 are the good team that we thought we were we can take care of business let's just go out there and do the things we know how to do and don't go two of 19 from the three-point line yeah don't do that that's the most important thing. Make shots. Play good and don't miss a lot of shots. <laughs> this is the analysis you get on Kentucky Roll Call. Do we want to go to that Thornton sex line, Roush? Uh, yeah. You know, why the heck not? Why the <laughs> heck not? It's it's pretty active today. Yeah. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Uh, I think this is for my brother from yesterday. I don't appreciate the height slander. I'm a solid five foot eight. This sounds like somebody that sounds like something a five foot six guy would say. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I'm not buying I'm not buying five foot eight. <laughs> not buying five foot eight. A texture says when's the KRC the next KRC meetup? Probably not around uh, the holidays. Yeah, it's a little busy. Um, I'll. I don't think you're going citrus bowling, correct? No, not unless there's just a miraculous whim. Yeah, which I like to yeah. tell myself there may be, but you know, I know there's not. Right, right. Well, um, I, I know there will be at least a Roush meetup probably down in Orlando, but uh, yeah, I, well, you know, well, it's, it's it's a busy time of the year. Things uh, will start to slow down this spring. We mentioned February being the worst month. That might that might end up being the golden ticket, right? Yeah, uh, you know, maybe like a seven p.m. SEC game or something like that. Mm. Go up to a local watering hole, folks that want to come. It ends definitely up not a nine p.m. one. No, no, ch- no, no chance in France. It'll end up just being us three, anyways. But hey, maybe the big guy will show up. Maybe Dugan will join us. We we could have some we could have some fun with that. And I was actually talking to the wife about that yesterday. I was just like, man, during this UK bowl stretch, I haven't been to one of them. Not a one. Not a one. Makes really? me yeah, because I used to do the CBS Sports Classic trip, so that was kind of my trip there. Mm-hmm. And then that stopped and. 
let's see last year's bowl game. I mean, last year's bowl every year. I'm like, maybe I'll go. I think I'm going to go. The belt bowl had, had hotel. It was last minute cancellation for that one, unfortunately, Man. but, uh, the other sit. Yeah. Kind of steams my biscuits that I'm thinking about. I, I, I would have steamed biscuits as well. And sadly, I actually haven't heard from a lot of folks who, oh, no. who are going. Oh, at least among close personal friends. Oh. I don't know that many going either. Yeah. So now mom, granted, a lot mom, of them my, are. My know. mom said she was like, well, if they had gone to Tampa, I, I would have gone. I would have gone with the. Uh, I got that a lot too. We yeah. would have gone. And I was like, well, what's the, the difference? And she was like, the weather. I was like, the weather. They're both it's in the Florida. Same. The weather's going to be fine. And then she was like, and you know, it, it's just going to be a bunch of kids, holiday break. It's going to – Orlando's crowded, blah, blah, blah. I was like, they're cities. They're big. They're huge cities. You're not just going to run into a bunch of kids on Christmas winter break. And I was like, I don't – you know, I don't I, – would I want to go to Disney World or Universal – Probably not my first choice, but I would. But mm -hmm. if, if the other people that I went with didn't want to go, I certainly wouldn't care. I just would want to golf if in my free time, most likely. Yeah. Uh, I can do that we, at Tampa. Uh, I can do that in Orlando. And hell, I can do that at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. You can. Over off exit four in Southern, Southern Indiana. Indiana. Uh-huh. Convenient. Go to Bobby Cook. To, Bobby Cook Golf Academy.com to learn more. Yeah. It's great. Wonderful. I also, Roush, don't know as many people going, and that concerns me a little bit. Because Iowa, they, they're going to bring, you know, Iowa's probably, their their basement of fans traveling is probably 20,000. Yeah, and um, I, I I would think that a lot of people, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be folks who just didn't get to go the last time around. But even among friends, that that isn't necessarily the case. Now, granted, most of my friends are kind of new parents, so you know they uh, making making the time and effort and energy is a little bit more difficult. But still, um, yeah. Hopefully, you know, text them in the Thornton's text on five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Hopefully, there's a good quiet contingency out there that's ready to to make the trip to Orlando. Can somebody do a? like in memoriam video, somebody that's good at making videos for like me and doing fun stuff or like doing cool plans. This, oh yeah. The stuff that I've missed just in the last month is UK, LSU, UK, Florida, Green Bay, Bengals, United States, Mexico, and Cincinnati, all things that normally I'd be at. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 you know, I would, wouldn't change anything in the world. Happy to be a dad. Just wish sure you are. Yeah. maybe we would have, decided to conceive the child a month earlier. Month yeah. earlier. Um, well, that's you, you know who to blame. The wife. Hannah. Ah, <laughs> hour one. Hour one done. <laughs> hour two coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll get more to the Thornton's text line. We'll talk more about Kentucky and Western Kentucky. And we just were talking bowls. We got more football talk to get to as well. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Uh, uh, Justin Over. 
say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Roll Radio. Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday Battle for the Bluegrass Hump Day edition of the show. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd kind of briefly forgotten the games at six. Yeah, that early tip-off time. Nice for folks who are anxious to get a good night's sleep. Not nice if you're trying to like drive from Louisville to get to the game. And that, that's pretty tough. Ton yeah, of early that, games tonight. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that it's, is. I'm guessing the Christmas time of year they start playing. I, I don't know. I, I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah, I don't. But I, I have no idea either. This is hour number two. Text into the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. Abe, I don't know if you all can hear him. Not. I'm sure you can. Because very excited. Very very loud. Just excited about Thornton's. He can't, yeah. can't, I say the word Thornton, he gets going. Whenever he does that. You're breaking up a little bit, Roush. Sorry, you broke up a little yeah, bit there. Nope, there hmm. he goes. Um, Justin, yesterday there was some football stuff that happened. We should talk a little bit football before we go any further into Western Kentucky or the Thornton's Texan. And... Uh, Kentucky has the Mayo Clinic Comeback Player of the Year for the second straight year. Last year was Kenneth Horsey. This year it's J.J. Weaver. Uh, if you don't know his story, his father was murdered last summer. He tore his ACL. His high school head coach died of cancer. It was just one bad thing after another for J.J. And he wasn't even really sure if he could play. He ends up coming back and leading the team in sacks and interceptions. He had six sacks, two picks, played great. They were both in really big moments. He's got a bright future ahead of him. For him to persevere through all of it and to kind of be open and honest and vulnerable about it, as Brad White said, that really shows his his true toughness, his true grit. Yeah, it it was well-deserved, and it was fun watching him play the – interception against Louisville was was especially cool but just having a big season and Kentucky doesn't really have the year defensively with without him so uh, well deserved and exciting yeah yeah very exciting um that was just a few of the things we learned at the uh yesterday it was a pretty busy media uh op between that and you had Cal speaking about two hours later but it was it was also kind of funny that uh uh Brad White said, oh, this is some of our best practices ever. And so John Wong asked Jacquez Jones, so why do you think practice is so exciting and upbeat? I think everybody's just ready to get out the cold and go down to Orlando. <laughs> John did not like that answer, and he asked him again. He's just like, yeah, we're just we're ready to get to the warm. <laughs> Which I was like, you know what? I, I get it, man. I totally get it, especially a dude from uh, Tuscaloosa. You know, you don't get too much cold weather like this down there, so – uh, I know they're, they're excited to get down to Florida. Uh, Brad White had a lot of, like, they were the kind of, you put it on the billboard, you put it on the recruiting material type quotes where, you know, the way the Big Blue Nation in this area has embraced our family and to have everybody all on the same page, he's like, there's no monetary value you can put on that. And 
he didn't really want to talk about turning down LSU at all. He just wanted to keep the focus on the bowl game, but just talked at length ad nauseum about how much he loves being at UK. And you don't get that a lot in the coaching carousel anymore, TJ. And I know it, it makes a lot of Kentucky folks happy to see. You're starting to get more of it, though. And you're. I think if when Kentucky has job openings, which they do, you're going to see – better hires, bigger hires, better splash hires than we're used to because slowly but surely, Roush, Kentucky each and every day becomes more and more of on the rest of the nation's college football radar. Still not where we would want to be, but mm -hmm. it's more it's it's significantly further along than what we're used to. Uh, or what we Man. were used to. But it's kind of this, you know, you hear the word new normal a lot, but there is this kind of new normal of Kentucky football where it's – I'm excited to see who Stoops hires, actually. Well, and I think stability certainly plays a role. <laughs> when uh, I mean, money does do a lot, but in this, in this profession, not a lot of folks can get to a place and stay for a while. And I think that opportunity to have some stability and – also have success like that's that's got to be important to a lot of these guys so uh white he is comfortable in lexington and i know we mentioned it some last week but i just it really it, it almost got lost a little bit in the signing day stuff because uh i mean the significance of being able to retain him keep him from going to a place like lsu like it's enormous and not not just for the immediate future but long term he talked uh, yesterday was his first time talking about some of the new signees. And Tyrese Fearbury and Keaton Wade, those are two four-star top 200 recruits. And normally, TJ, you get some kind of canned answers when it comes to talking about recruits. Like, we like their length, we like their speed, blah, 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 blah. But the way that Brad put it, he's a real technician kind of guy. And he he's all about the details. He's like, you know, Keaton, we don't – you don't – he picks up pass coverage as well as some of our guys here. I mean, that wasn't it verbatim, but he just noted that like he's doing some next level kind of things already when it comes to pass coverage. Now we've got to work on him in the kind of pass rushing standpoint, but it's kind of the opposite. Whereas Tyrese Fearbury, the other guy, he's really good at dipping and ripping and, and having some solid technique on the pass rush, but he's got to pick up, some of the past coverage aspects of playing that difficult outside linebacker position. So he has a high standard for playing outside linebacker. He's really, he, he's shown that he knows how to develop these guys and to be able to retain him just for that aspect, to have two potential future NFL guys coming in at the same time to be able to work with him for the foreseeable future. That, that, that's, that's something that we we might take for granted at times, but um, we, we certainly won't in the next few years when Kentucky's got two of the better outside linebackers in, in the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, you're in a good spot as a program where it's almost more surprising where when a guy doesn't really pan out in Mark Soup's defensive system. And that's that's a great thing. And, and we had that happen kind of recently with Jared Casey, where it's like, man, we – we, we we were waiting. We thought that it was eventually going to kind of click with him. Just really never did. But he there's a track record of if you're willing to be patient, and sometimes you don't have to wait too terribly long, you're going to get a chance. You're going to get a chance to play against the best of the best in the SEC. And we have a 
countless well you you could certainly count but it's a it's a longer list of guys roush that if you buy into the system it's going to work out for you in the long term it's a fun football program right now there's a lot to get excited about with will levis on the other side of the ball announcing he's returning Mm -hmm. I, i i like a lot of people speculating that well he wouldn't have said it so early unless he felt good about so and so returning or this guy returning or he you really think that he'd not feel great about his offensive line coming back if that's I I think Will Levis just made the best decision for himself personally yep. that being said I'm I bet he'll be texting his friends I'm sure he'll be talking with with everybody about come join you know let's let's run it back let's go do anybody that will listen I'm sure Will Levis will do but I think ultimately he made the best decision for him but it's a fun time to be a, a Kentucky Wildcat football fan it, it really is. It really is, which is why it's going to be a party in Orlando. Can't wait to get down there. Can't wait. It was uh, a crisp uh, 71 degrees yesterday. Oh, have you have you seen the Christmas forecast, by the way? Uh, Yeah, it looks really nice. Like pushing 70, right? Yeah, yeah. And we had that a couple of years back, too. What? Well, we had, we had snow last year. Yeah, and then the year before, I remember going on a walk at Airquay Park with my family like a couple of years back because it was hot. I'm cool. We wearing like shorts and stuff. Honestly, I'm cool with it. I would rather, if I could have a white Christmas every year, I would do that. But I'm not super mad at like the diversity of Christmas day. I think if Christmas was January 25th, folks in Louisville would have a lot more white Christmases. Yes. I, I think you're Just right. A early, you know? I, yeah. And I, Part of it, though, the, the 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 only thing that disappoints me is like I want to wear my, you know, you got your Christmas sweaters. You, you your your festive holiday attire is not exactly breathable material for a large family gathering. That's so true. That's true. That's the that's the one downer from it. You're not going to want to enjoy some warm mulled wine um, <laughs> if if you know, or like ooh, hot cocoa in seventy degree weather. Like that's or just not cabin coke. Yeah. Or classic Christmas drink, Cabin Coke. Justin, any Cabin Coke this weekend? Um, no, I think I'm good. I, that was one of those things I tried once, just to just to try it. It was good, but I'm not gonna go to the back to the well several times. What what's on JK 47's Christmas weekend list? Let's uh, just give me a breakdown. Starting maybe I don't know, you know, Christmas Eve. Well, so it actually starts tomorrow. I mm-hmm. will go to my mom's to I avoid. Said start it. Christmas Eve. Okay, well, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm, kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So yeah, I'll go to my mom's tomorrow to avoid all the other Christmases. Then Christmas Eve, I will go to my mom's parents. I will go to midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Oh. I will wake up. I will wake up Christmas morning at my dad's. We will do the whole gift thing, and then we will go over to his wife's parents' house. And then I'm Whoa. done. That is a for a single man. You are busy. I get a lot of Christmases. Yeah, no kidding. Thanks uh, to parents that are divorced. Well, you know, I, I can I can relate. That's why I love the movie Four Christmases. I think it's hilarious. Uh, if you haven't seen it, but, you know, it's not like the the best Christmas movie of all time. Oh, but I think I think I it's wildly it underrated this year, though, and it was it, it exceeded my expectations. Oh yeah, it's it, it's one that you can kind of watch and notice different things or pick up on funnier lines each and every time. I mean, the the, the scene at what's that? The old man. I forget the actor's name. J- just, James Robert Duvall. Yeah. At, at his house is just it's uh, just utter utter chaos so justin i can i can relate to the busy christmases um how however 
Is the Midnight Mass, is that an authentic Midnight Mass? Starts at yeah. midnight? Mm-hmm. Man. Man. I haven't done one I of those. I always felt probably. so bad. I haven't done one of those in like five years. I was never a huge fan. See, I like the Midnight Mass a whole lot. We always get there like 20, 25 minutes early, and the choir's there singing, and it's just, it's great. It's great. Reminds you of childhood. See, yeah, I but that. I can That's do that at like 4.30 or whatever, 4 in the afternoon instead of Well, there know, is midnight. like a, a, you know, there is something to Christmas Eve, it being dark out, like the, you know, the 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 mystery of Christmas and whatnot. I, I, I can relate to that. My only issue is, and I don't even mind the midnight part of it. I just hate waiting to get there. Like the sitting around oh, before yeah. you leave to go to the church where it's like, 945 and you're like oh well crap we've still got we still got an hour and a half so see that's that's the nice thing though about going to my grandma's before because i'll just we'll sit there and we'll play games until i have to leave to go to the church so are you drinking a little bit i mean not not enough to not comprehend what's going on at mass are you smoking no <laughs> no sir that's good that's good you passed Jesus says you may enter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Alabama lost yesterday. The Davidson. Wow. The Davidson. Wow, earlier than ever. To Davidson. Uh, so they've 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 got a couple bad losses on their on their resume. So it wasn't was it wasn't Ole Miss that screwed my parlay. Alabama screwed it too. Good deal. Oh just, just means less. Mm, not not a great day for the SEC, I suppose. But I I thought Nate Oates never going to lose a game. Best offense ever, Roush. Yeah, everybody should play like Nate Oates, right? Yes. Hey, did you hear Scotty Davenport on the Mike Rutherford show? I, I missed it. What happened? He told oh, the great. story of John Calipari calling him, and. It's just basically along the lines of I saw an eight five nine number. I answered, and nobody even said who it was. But I just hear a voice say, "Ah, we've got to play." Uh, the 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 priest at my Lexington church says, "If you don't play Bellerman, you're you're going to be in trouble." We can make the Pope happy. We can make the Cardinal happy. We got to get this game done. Everybody keeps telling me, and he Scotty D saying like by that point I realized obviously it was John Calipari and. He asked if we'd be interested, and I said yes, and blah, blah, blah. And They ended up not being able to do it because of the dumb NCAA rule that we talked about, but they will be playing in the future. I, I honestly think that John Calipari just didn't know that Bellarmine was this Catholic school in, in Louisville. I, I, I wonder if John Calipari knew Bellarmine existed. Um, That's a fair enough question. I, I would have thought, like, I, it doesn't surprise me, though, that a priest played a significant role in this too. No, it doesn't. Not it doesn't bit. surprise me either. Although I also, you know, it is kind of like, well, you could have called me the day before and said we needed to play. You could have listened <laughs> to your church's, you know, uh, better angels, if you will. But you, you called me when you needed a game. Huh? Interesting. Interesting. But it was. It, it is silly. They couldn't have made it happen. But. What if Kentucky was just like, all right, listen, we couldn't get Louisville, but we're doing Western on Wednesday and we're doing Bellarmine on Thursday. I'd love that. The more yeah. UK basketball games for me, the better. And the only time I've ever kind of wavered on that was was last year when the season yep. ended and I was like, oh, is that really the, the worst thing in the world? Yeah, that this let's just put this 
yeah. put this dog down, you know. That, that's the only time that it's even ever crossed my mind. So the more basketball, the better. Excited for that game tonight. And then what's is the then you get an SEC game, right? Yeah, there's one uh, after Christmas. Yeah, on like a Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and then they have the high point game on New Year's Eve. Yeah, which you know, why would you ever schedule the game on New Year's Eve? Am I right? I'll probably I, I don't the UK pep rally is at four forty five. So okay, but the game's at noon on New Year's Eve, correct? I believe so. Oh heck, I'm gonna be missing some of the college football playoff for that pep rally. Nevertheless, um, yeah, should be uh, should be a good good grand old time. What's on the docket at the pep rally? Uh, last time Stoops and Benny Snell showed up, it was a good it was good. The the bowl pep rallies are pretty fun because people are uh, they're having a good time. You know, they they're having some drinks. Uh, it's just uh, the band's there. You know, it's just it's it's a, a jolly old time. If, if you're if you're liquored up at 4:45 on New Year's Eve, what are the odds you're making it to the ball drop at that point? Zero. Well, and that that that's the thing too is like, do you really need uh, the game's the next day? So you gotta you gotta call it early night on New Year's anyway if you want to wake up and get after it and tailgate. So um, uh, one o'clock game that's that should be nothing for folks. I'm I'm excited because uh, Luckett's father-in-law, Florida Doug, is taking an RV down to the game. So uh, wow. I, I imagine uh, we're, we're we're tentatively scheduling a post game podcast in the RV lot, so should be a uh, a rowdy time after a big Cats win over the Hawkeyes. Now, will Kentucky Sports Radio be paying you extra for working holidays? Uh, you you work year round in the content biz. Wow, you heard it here first. No holiday pay. No holiday pay. Poor Roush. <laughs> You got a kid, yeah, you know? just slave it away. If, if only, I mean, the only harder job out there is university president, and I'm sure they get <laughs> holiday pay. Another New Year's with Daddy Roush away from his baby. Cats in the cradle playing in the background. <laughs> uh, you know who is getting paid? Who's that? Shane Sharp. He's oh, yeah? not even on campus, and he's got a, a nil deal, a slick. Slick ad with Bluegrass Motorsport, uh, modeling outside of a Porsche. Pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, shout out to Bluegrass Motorsport, Louisville auto dealership that just loves to sponsor Kentucky athletes. And why wouldn't you? Uh, better bang for your buck than the bums in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I did not see this or hear about this. So, you, do you get a cool car? Uh, it's not. In- it's an actual like 30 second ad that he shared oh. on Instagram last night, like a legit commercial. So, uh, not, not just your typical, like I know Josh Pascal, like posed by a car and just said, Hey, check out bluegrass motorsport. This is a, something you would see on television. So I, I'm wondering if they're going to be running the ads uh, around town on local, local TV. I saw that tops, the trading card, you may used to have some baseball cards, tops cards when you were mm-hmm. a kid, you may still have them. Uh, they, they, are able to do nil. They just can't have the college name. So all the jerseys look stupid because they've been Photoshopped with the logo off of them. Right, but, right. But that's going to be huge paydays for folks. Uh, no no doubt about it. So good for Mr. Sharp. Does make me sometimes jealous seeing these kids who are just barely old enough to drive. And I've, I've got to go to Henry County to get day. I'm going to Carroll County today. I'm sure I think tomorrow I've got to go to Trimble. I could use somebody sponsor me. I should have definitely Man. been a good, better athlete. Looking back, you should have appraisal associates sponsor you. 
Mm. Get get a big decal on the side of the car. Yeah. I'm still needing a new car too. Maybe one of these guys could lump me into a deal. You still he, haven't gotten a new car? He oh. used to have a buy one car, get one free deal, Justin. You and I, yeah. I, I don't really need a new car, but sometimes I'm like, I wish I just had kind of like this a crappy little car to put miles and, on. Well, and I think if I'm not mistaken, one was a van and another was a little stick shift car. So there you go. I you get a do minivan, a sensible minivan for the baby. And Justin, you can have your stick shift. I do not want a Kia. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Kia wow. is they just they, their game. What up. if they were gonna what if they yeah, were gonna no, be no, a they have sponsor? they have come a long way. What if they were gonna be a potential sponsor? Well, then I'll get a Kia. Let's do it. Yeah, company <laughs> man. I love it, Justin. <laughs> I love it. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. A texter says Nick sounds like he's been inhaling poop water. Sure makes me anxious to get the boop. Yeah, it wasn't great yesterday. Uh, I ended up taking a nap in the afternoon and felt a lot better afterwards. So, well, boom. I'm glad that you, you you feel glad that you feel better. A texter says, "I for one dislike Roush and TJ equally." This huh. <laughs> <laughs> JK. But then it says, "But then it says JK love listening to you, Goober." Goobers. Wait, no, I don't was, think they're he saying, was saying he loves Kayla. listening to me. No, no I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's yeah. what the JK stands for. You all are reading it wrong. Says, just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Love listening to you, Goobers, not Justin. Wow. It says, it says JK. <laughs> Roush said it's kind of <laughs> crazy that Jonathan Taylor became good later in his career. Uh, it's second year in the league, you dingus. Man, that hand up, big time doofus move right there. I, why did I think he? You're he, thinking he was of the other. Man. You're thinking of the other Wisconsin running back uh, who oh. was a boss. Monty Ball. Him and Melvin Gordon. They've both been playing football uh, for a Gordon. long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't correct you for what that. Just another example of like I knew Jonathan Taylor hadn't been in the league long. This only being a second year did surprise me though. I'll say I would have guessed third or fourth, but second. Right, because Wisconsin me. were they that good? At, I feel like they were good with him, and it feels like Wisconsin hasn't been good for a while. Maybe just the pandemic's blurred my sense of time, but that feels like he's, of it. he's been out of it. Seems like, seems like they're always the same team. Like eight or nine wins, they're competitive in their little division to play in the Big Ten championship game. Sometimes they play in it and get beat by a million. Sometimes they don't play in it. It's it's it always it, it all mushes together. I, I think it's correct that. There has never been a team from the Big Ten West that has won the Big Ten Championship. Oh, yeah? I mean, that checks out. That's significantly worse. Go back to legends and leaders, you cowards. <laughs> that was awful. Were you a legend or were you a leader, Justin? Yeah, Justin. I think I think we were the leaders. You have no idea. You're <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure 50, Indiana was a leader. You have no idea. You're guessing you got a 50-50 shot. No. I hope you're wrong. I no, I am 98% sure Indiana was part of the leaders. <laughs> oh, God. So stupid. Could they they do like a, who, who thought that that was a good idea? Yeah, that was awful. Who? Awful. Who? Oh, man. I wanna, could, they do a North, could they do a North-South sort of deal? And it'd be... All right, I got a Big Ten map here. Let, let me check this out real quick. I mean, it's That's pretty right. spread out east to west, though. That's what would make North-South difficult. Yeah, but yeah, you couldn't do north south. Okay, chill out. It's 2021. There's airplanes. Everybody get over <laughs> it. Well, I mean, because right now it's just it's kind of miserable to watch, to be honest with you. Uh, all right, let's see. We can get Minnesota, Wisconsin, 
Michigan State, Michigan, Northwestern, Penn State, Rutgers. Is that too many teams? That's probably too many teams. Three. It's probably close. Oh, that's seven. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty good division. And then, and then the, the other, other one, one, Nebraska, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Purdue, Ohio State, Maryland. Sign yeah. me up. That, that one's probably a little easier. But Iowa, Ohio State. Yeah, that could. That Nebraska, could if they ever get good. Maybe 2040, they'll, they'll get solid. Oh, that's better. Boom, we fixed the Big Ten. We did it, everybody. Wow. Our Good long job, everybody. nightmare is over. A texter says, uh, Robert, mullet's out for KRC. And he sent a picture. Not what I expected Robert to look like, but a sweet mullet. Well done, Robert. Well, For some done. reason, I thought Robert was just older. Maybe it's because most people that are Robert, you just... You would expect him to be like a Rob or a Bob or a. Well, maybe you know, it's just because older it, people I'd expect to like write their name out, dash, and then their message. That's true, too. But maybe hey, some that's just age, the way he. Uh, age assumption. And I think we all learned a valuable lesson. Sweet mullet, Robert. Never judge the texture by its color. Not great for radio because nobody else can see it, but it was a sweet mullet. This is Scooter Dingus's brother. He knows all. What's that about? Uh, that was for Rutherford yesterday. Yeah, I saw you. Te- I, I think you pay more attention to the Rutherford show than you do Kentucky Roll Call. Oh my god! Uh, okay, Justin, are you so serious? now TJ, 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 <laughs> you you have no idea what you just stirred up because that was the whole premise of me texting into Rutherford yesterday. Oh, okay, good. Well, explain it to me. Rutherford, I, I, I briefly looked at it. it. Looked like a long back and forth, but I had no idea the context. Basically, Rutherford asked TJ or TJ asked Trevor what he thought the mood of KRC was this morning. And he rambled. I don't even remember what he said for you all, but he got to me and he was like, oh, Justin was probably just sitting there not realizing what was going on. And that's <laughs> when I was like, hold on, time out, time out. So I texted him and was like, Trevor, I know more of what's going on at KRC now than you did when you were there, basically is what I said. So that started a whole thing. And then your brother texted him? Yeah, so he was with me. And so he was like, I'm going to text in too. Give me the number. So yeah, he got, he had to get in on it as well. Didn't know you had a brother. Yeah. Yeah. He played golf with us. He's a a stepbrother. But yeah, he played golf with us. He was at the scramble. I thought that was your like, oh, brother. And oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. I did. I did. But we, we look the same. We're like the same height. We just say brother at this point. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Brother from another mother. That 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 was uh well that's good stuff. Appreciate you defending us against Trevor. I'm just I'm so tired of Trevor's slander, you know, or libel, whatever well, you, it is. You were with him last Friday. Why didn't you teach him a lesson? I should have. Should have beat him up. He really. What if you? What if they did? <laughs> what if they did just fight and throw down? <laughs> I would get killed. If, 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 oh yeah, no, yeah, I don't think you would. Because I'd put up a good fight. Trevor would get hurt. I mean, he just That's he, true. he would somehow someone somewhere along the way he'd he'd stub a toe, he'd get hurt. <laughs> Uh, do something, but I do. I, I, you know, I said this yesterday, but Trevor is one of the few U of L people that is like, I'm, I'm really bummed this game isn't going to happen. So I give him shout outs for, for, for saying that because you're not hearing a ton of other other U of L folks are like, oh, whatever, it's nothing we can do about it. So uh, shucks, they know that they avoided a beatdown. Trevor knows they avoided a beatdown, but he's not happy about it because he likes it when these teams play, and I do too. 
Cal was asked about, oh, Cal had a quote where he was like, I think if you have eight players and a, co- and co- and a coach, you should play the game. Do you see that? Ralph? Yeah, he's pretty pretty adamant about continuing to play. Um, that we shouldn't be canceling so quickly. And that's the thing is we have no, no idea what what the threshold is for teams. We don't know the yeah. numbers. Some teams could no you idea. know it it could be different for every team. Yeah, I I thought I had a good grasp on what the protocols were a year ago, but I, I have no idea what they are right now. I just know that people are canceling left and right. Shutting down the program. Yeah. That was interesting from Calipari. Some people took that as a is he talking about U of L directly? I don't think he's talking about I think he's I think that's just his opinion. And if that if that is if that applies to U of L, it applies to U of L, but we don't know. Did you all see that there are four ACC schools on pauses right now? Yeah, they're yep. handing out forfeits. Yeah, the forfeits are going to start racking up. Which yeah. kind of maybe goes to Calipari's point of like, hey, find a way to play this game if uh, unless you want to forfeit. Although I don't think the SEC has the forfeit rules. They don't. I'm not 100%. Okay. I think it's ACC, Big Ten, and Big East maybe. I think they're going to have to re reevaluate those rules with – it affecting so many different teams. I hope they don't. I, I'd be, why agree? Why would you agree to it? If you, well, the things are different in the pandemic. What do you think? They're not going to be different in a month. You don't think in three months, they're going to be different again. It's true. I mean, like, this isn't going to be the, we're going to keep doing this almost every year for the foreseeable future. So yeah. Uh, should we go to our last break? Let's do it. Oh, Justin, don't give me the, I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> You asked a question, I answered it. Yeah, I don't need to be exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Bullying corrects bad behavior. With Walker and Roush. Basically, you can correct people by bullying them. That's okay by to Nick's Roush standard, but final word is Zach Randolph. What he says goes. Cats are going to bully the tops at Rupp Arena. Tonight, 6 o'clock. Unfortunately, Reed Shepard could not bully his way to a King of the Bluegrass Championship. Uh, North Laurel fell to Covcath in the KOB final. Uh, got outsized. Covington Catholic has a six foot eight guy going to Miami of Ohio. They out rebounded North Laurel by a dozen or so. Ended up winning the tournament. But Shepard had another triple double. Came away with tournament MVP honor. So. Uh, the uh, we still got another year of the Reed Shepherd show, and I'm I'm sure it's only going to get crazier from here. It's exciting. Good for him. Great tournament. I mean, lived up to the hype. Put up huge mm-hmm. numbers. Had uh, one game with a lot of turnovers, but kind of cleaned it up for the most part. After that, and kind of showed that North Laurel is going to be going to going to you're going to have to it's going to be a tough out in this yeah. day. They're going to probably yeah, cruise they, through they their really region. Are. They're going to cruise through their region, but uh, most likely, I, I believe they will. If there's another good team in that region, let me know and correct me because I'll certainly be wrong about that. But they they would have a chance potentially to win it all. 
Was Cubcat the yeah. number one team, or was it Lexington Catholic the number one? One year they were the number one team, and they didn't make it. I think they lost maybe in their first round regional Lexington, game. It was Lexington Catholic last year. They yeah. lost very early. Yeah, uh, man. There's the Kentucky State high school basketball tournament's just the best. Suck it to all the losers and dorks that want mul- multiple state champions. <clears throat> no, it's not you, Justin. Oh, okay. It's Roush. Okay. Justin doesn't even know Cause, if he's because I'm a, well, I'm in the same boat too. You want multiple state basketball champions? I thought yeah. you. No, I, I don't want multiple state basketball. Everything else, multiple. Yeah. Yes. Roush, I thought I think, or Justin, I, I thought you I were like Indiana went to crap once they did multiple state champions. No, I mean I I like I've always liked the concept of the way they used to do it, but I I mean now I just it's more fair. Uh, oh, I mean we don't and we don't have to get into it because Roush has already hashed it all out months ago, but it's just. There's, it's such a disadvantage for the small schools. Hmm. hmm. Sounds like somebody's in the minority here. Hmm. I'll, I'll happily be in the minority on this one. You two are goobers and uh, disappointed in you, Justin. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Let's get back to the, the last time. Let's get back. Probably not in the last 17 <laughs> minutes. Uh, let's get to the Thornton's text line. Remember, Popeye Thornton's, Kelly Leonardo, and Alex Cupper, great people. And that's why Thornton's is just the best the best place to stop and you download that app the thornton's app refreshing refuel rewards member and it'll show you all the thorntons in your area the ones with the cheapest gas prices and that helps you go there you scan you'll even save some more money on gas thorntons trying to save you some money so stop by when you need to fill up a texter says tuned in just in time to hear trevor's maga covid views Justin, were you listening when he had his MAGA COVID views? I don't recall that, no. Hmm. Roush, there's no bigger losers on the internet when somebody sees an opinion that they don't agree with, so they instantly have to call him a MAGA or Clay Travis. Or Snowflake. Or, or Snowflake, or yeah. even just a you know live no, and want to go yeah. the other way. Right, right. Um, it can be kind of funny though. Like I just imagine Trevor's big dumb head with a big dumb MAGA hat on. It would be kind of funny. <laughs> I know Trevor's really frustrated with all the basketball cancellations. This Louisville game really hit him hard, not being able to have it. Like this is the first time, you know, everybody's gotten COVID fatigue at some point, but for somebody who literally just will wake up whenever, goes to do a radio show, goes home, picks up some food along the way. Trevor's kind of a, a, a hermit. COVID, I remember earlier on talking about how his life really wasn't all that much different, and he wasn't joking, and we all had good laughs about it. Uh, But there's some truth to it. He hadn't ever had COVID fatigue until, like, just now. (laughs) It took took almost two years. (laughs) He he lasted longer than probably 98% of the country. Good good on Trevor. Uh, Texter says, okay, I had to turn off the show when you guys forgot all the crap that went on with Richie Farmer. And I listened to post-game shows when Hawkins and Willis were at UK. It was very similar. No, it just well, wasn't. Pez. Okay. Just wasn't. We, we don't forget the Richie Farmer stuff because we weren't, we weren't alive for it. Texter. Um, that's we were UK, babies. That's UK pass. Oh, of course. UK pass. Um, UK Pez just liking to be ornery. And no, the Hawkins and Willis stuff like, wasn't gosh, very similar. UK Pez, it, it, life is just too short to be as negative as you are. Get Just cheer, smile. He thinks I, I'm the star of the show. I agree with you, UK Pez. I, I, Pez, <laughs> I, I couldn't suggest enough potentially 
going to a state that has legalized marijuana and potentially just on a wacky Wednesday, just relaxing a little bit, relaxing. And it's not legal in Kentucky, but Roush, there is something that can help people relax. Yeah, it's a little bit of, uh, you know, cornbread hemp. That is legal in Kentucky. It's legal everywhere. A full spectrum CBD products, 100% organic. Try their extra strength gummies. They've got a 25 to 1 CBD to THC ratio. Will really put you at ease this holiday season. Use the promo code Big X at checkout and you'll get an additional 30% off your order. 30% off your order. So, what are you waiting for? Big Go X, on baby. Down to cornbreadhemp.com put in the promo code big x save 30 percent on outstanding cbd products and i gotta tell you um i've been sleeping not in my bed for like a week the lower back the cornbread hemp's getting rolled out it's just it has to because the lower back not feeling great this time of the year are you on a you're not on a couch are you no no but it's just a much softer mattress and i'm a, I'm a firm mattress guy I had one person reach out and say, I want to get some CB. I want to get some cornbread hemp. I want to help out Kentucky roll call, but I don't, I don't like hearing about the THC. I don't, I don't want to be high. It will, it, no. you will not be, you yes, will not you will be. Not be. I, just I promise you. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's just, it's just that little bit that can kind of get your body a little bit more relaxed. Or if you just kind of want to have a better night's sleep, it, it, it kind of impacts people different ways. Uh, and, and cornbread, they've got it in so many different varieties. You can find the way that's that that is best for you. Let's get back to the sex line. Let's oh, do actually, it. I do want to finish the UK Pez text. There was a there was there was a short time where there were some cries for Willis. Uh, just naturally, I think a three point shooter, but it was it, it was nothing like it was nothing like the Dante Allen. And was the was the craze as much with Richie Farmer? I don't doubt it. But UK Pez, we didn't live through that. So how are we supposed to talk about our experience with that when we didn't live through it? But we've heard about that. So you're you're probably right about Richie Farmer. It was not like that with Hawkins and Willis. It just, no, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. We were covering in, the team, in, UK Pez. It wasn't all, like that. And also, Richie Farmer at least had established himself as a star at the high school level. Like Dante Allen played, he scored a bunch of points at Pendleton County. Got hurt. He never played on a big stage. He like Richie Farmer was a superstar in high school. Dante Allen just came on the radar kind of late, and he had a bunch of points in a corner of the state that people don't really go to or see much of or hear from very often. It's a much different scenario. I just love that he got Mister Basketball for playing like six games, made everybody really really upset in Louisville. Uh, good good clean family fun. And UK Pez, you know why the difference is? Is because last year Kentucky was nine and sixteen. Derek Willis and Dominic Hawkins weren't on teams like that. So they didn't worry. We, we, fans were naturally happier. So when folks are happier, you don't get as much complaining. So that's why it wasn't like that as well. So you're still wrong. While uh, we're talking about TJ's bad hot takes, TJ's take on Julio Jones being a top five wide receiver in the NFL, there's a reason he was getting passed on and not paid. Yeah. So did I, I say you top five? You did. I said top ten. No, you said top five. Well, then that was dumb take. That was dumb take. Man, I don't. I, 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 hand up. I'm one of the many who thought Julio Jones was going to be much, much better this year. 
I didn't think he, I mean, I knew injuries were an issue for him. I I, I really wouldn't have like prefaced it with a caveat of like, if he's a hundred percent healthy or something like that, because he hasn't been healthy this year either. He's just never going to be healthy again, but that's, uh, that is dumb. If I just said without any clauses that he was a top five wide receiver, I mean, at one point, obviously, but not right now. So yeah, there's no limit to my bad takes. <laughs> Roush says he can't watch Rocky movies because the boxing is too fake because they're just throwing haymakers. But then goes on, goes to a real boxing movie, The Fighter, a movie based on Mickey Ward, who is straight up haymaker throwing brawler. That was from yeah, Trevor, it, by the way. Yeah, and it felt real. Um, unlike Rocky, where it's just like, ugh, 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 ugh. You get punched and you get back up. It just, I just, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Dexter says... Congrats on having more COVID pauses than conference and national titles combined. Cards suck. Mac needs to be hit with the lack of institutional control. Well, you should say ACC conference. Yes. Titles. Yes. Because they've racked them up in, in, in the old CUSA and the Big East and the AAC. Uh, I'm sure they got a Metro somewhere along the way. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else before then? Um, I don't know. I, I can't keep track. They've been in so many conferences; it's hard to count. It is. It really, really. They, I mean, they've been in more conference. They've have they had have they been in more conferences or had more COVID pauses? Definitely more conferences. And it's so funny. Like there's you know there's a group of those Louisville dorks that they get way too bent out of shape with COVID stuff. This and that. Like, what, shouldn't they be somewhat disappointed? And I mean, it cost them an NCAA tournament bid. Now it's cost them a rivalry game. Why can't U of L figure this out? And the truth is because it's a virus and you can't control a virus. I think there's a lesson to be learned in there for those folks. Now, all that being said, Chris Mack, it didn't see 19 COVID cases within their program, Roush. He was still at Roosters for their coaches show. 19 cases. <laughs> I was thinking about that a little more, y'all. So there's 15 <laughs> players on the team. But they didn't have 19 cases. Right. He read COVID-19 no, and thought it meant 19 cases. But, yeah, it's ridiculous. But there's probably north of 40 that are associated with the basketball program. Oh, that's, what you, came, that's what you came up 40? with? No, I mean, yeah. that, that's rough math. But, yeah, I mean, you got so many people. There's not 40 people at a basketball practice, Justin. <laughs> Like we're talking, it's not game day where you have game day operations. They they don't really okay, they work well, for what, basketball, that's what I was not necessarily. For. Yeah, like you're not. I'm not including Paul Rogers as a part of the basketball team. Like just the direct people that show up <laughs> to practice. It's like tops twenty five. It's not even twenty five to a practice. It just depends. I don't know. You know the amount of man. Yeah, I guess the team. Yeah, if you have a Billy Gillespie team, it probably is because with a ton of walk. Yeah, but yeah, I'd yeah. say about six managers maybe. You got yeah, and then five or six coaches. Yeah, okay. Including yeah. GAs, yeah. So, All right, back to the Thorns text line. Morning, guys. So these schools claiming COVID positive, they have to prove it to the NCAA, or can they just lie if they want to? That no, I don't know. We have no idea. There's no transparency yeah. with any of this stuff. One school could have one COVID case and say, uh, we got to, we just to be safe, we got, because you got to, you got to be safe. Uh, just to be safe, we're going to cancel it. Another one could be like, you know what? This makes number seven, unfortunately. We felt okay with playing with eight scholarship players, but now if we only have seven, we're we can't do. You know, I, you don't know. We have no idea, Texter. It's a it's a bummer. People could ask, but then yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't think any coach would tell. Uh, by the way, try to get John Calipari on the show yesterday or today just to talk about Western Kentucky, his tour around the state, that sort of stuff. 
Couldn't do it. <sighs> Man. Appreciate you trying, though, Teej. Yeah, I, I got hit with a no. <sighs> Next time. I thought, you know, what brag on yourself. There's, you've yeah. done a lot. Kentucky's done a lot of good. Um, I do like this next what this next texture says though, um, because it's kind of COVID related and what we're talking about. Just curious, why doesn't Western Kentucky have COVID also since Loserville was so sick with it? See, that's the thing is that there's no proven cases of transmission during a game. It's usually just within the locker room within the training facility. So yeah. that's why games are still able to go on. Everybody's sick of COVID talk. What I've learned is it just seems like the that most transmits in places where people work, where they live, and like you said, Roush, people mm-hmm. can live in lock. You know, a locker room is a living style. Uh, it's not going to be. It it doesn't happen like where you're passing somebody in a restaurant and they had just taken their mask down to take a bite of their tiramisu and now they've pulled it back. Like it doesn't happen like that. It's not some magical. Mm-hmm. It kind of jumps to you know. You got to be in the atmosphere. You got to be in the setting with it. At least everything that. You know, it seems like people are saying. Uh, Texture says, I feel like Gary Parish rips bong. Whoa. <laughs> Man, old Gary Parish pictures are hilarious. They're they're funnier than old Kyle Tucker pictures, and that's saying something. I wonder why this Texture said this. I don't it's know. true. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Or, no, sorry. Thanks, guys. Had to go back and watch that clown show song called This is Indiana. <laughs> where apparently they break ankles and got banners on the wall, and that's how we ball. I would bet those banners have a thick layer of dust on them. Hope they have a great restoration team to keep them hanging. Now, IU is running up the score. Not sure on who. Nice Archie Miller drop, taking us back to greatness. Seems a little outdated, but maybe he'll save him one day, Scoots. I'm sure your KY Kentucky 9 is better than your chair-throwing peak and 10. Get it, buddy. Woo-hoo! Who cares? Go cats. Uh, it's who, 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 who cares? <laughs> oh, sorry. That's that's the IU chant. And I, I would agree with you, Texter. The Kentucky nine is better than the peak and 10. Oh, what about the Ohio seven? I haven't met her yet. <laughs> or the Lexington. What, what was it? Lexington six. What was Trevor's thing? Oh, that was, yeah. The Lexington six. I think a playoff, what, the Chicago? I guess. That Chicago, that was a pretty decent movie. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I thought it was I was, I think I watched it tired and was kind of dozing off. Yeah, it was Aaron Sorkin, so it's a little ham-fisted, you know. Not bad. <laughs> movie reviews with Roush. Uh, sorry, just listen to the original version. This is Indiana song. Same song, but just realized they edited Archie Miller's name over Tom Crean's in the version I heard. <laughs> Can't make this up. This is Indiana basketball. I'm sure there's another edit coming because I'm sure they sure as hell haven't made it back to greatness. Well, that was the funny thing, Roush, is when the song came out, people were like, oh, Indiana, you're so pathetic. You haven't won a championship since the 80s. God bless you. This video is just like de- And now, 10 years later, it's still just as just no even more so embarrassing because they haven't done squat (laughs) this is indiana (laughs) what do we have next uh george fan now in the nfl that was the other guy who uh he's made it he's been there a long time i believe he's with the jets now he got his start with the seahawks and Fan actually convinced Williams to give the NFL a try. So, uh, but fans made a lot of money over the years playing left tackle in the NFL. So, uh, good for him. There was there was a time there where it just seemed like 
every year there was a fan from a Bowling Green high school going to ball out at Western. And uh, Nakari, he was a really good receiver whenever uh, Jeff was there. So a lot of fans in Bowling Green, a lot of talented fans in Bowling Green. I was going to make a bad joke. Just move on from it. Oh, speaking of bad jokes, John here. Good game day. Wow. Well, Price is seven foot five, and you can't teach that, but hello, Mr. Price. I'm sorry to tell you that the price is wrong tonight, and the cats have a great free gift for all the good little boys of WKU. It's a can of whoop-ass. So stay dehydrated as you watch your demise and just be happy you were invited to the Christmas party. Cats by 20 plus. Oh, he's just got to go talk to you later. John bring in the uh, John bring in the energy. Well, if I he likes if cats by twenty plus, the line's only minus ten, so jump all over that. I will say ten I, is a big line. I mean, ten's a surprise. Yeah. Again, it's Western Kentucky. They've got some bad losses on their schedule, but this is a game that's going to mean a lot to Western. It, I, I'd they're, be tempted to take been playing the well as of late. A lot of momentum. Yeah, I personally think it's a low line, and I'm all over Kentucky minus ten. Hey, uh, there's JK forty seven uh, for you. Going to actually bet it. I already did. I got it in a parlay with the Indiana spread as well. What's the Indiana spread? <sighs> 17. Who do, the, who do the Hoosiers have? Northern Kentucky. Oh, oh wow. okay. Going so up against we... the Norse Force? That's right. Uh, I also go, like that John gotta, said. got to stick with my Kentuckians and go NKU. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Suck it, buddy. Um, I like that he also says that here's a can of whoop-ass, so stay dehydrated. I think you want them to be hydrated on the can of whoop-ass, not dehydrated. Well, he says they can stay dehydrated, Roush, okay? TV schedule, there is a bowl game kicking off at 8 on ESPN. Yeah, makes but sense. it makes sense for this game, but it feels like there's more early games as well, and that's the only bowl game. So, yeah, I don't know. Either way. A, tex- uh, a texter on the Thornton's text line. Four Christmas is the most underrated movie, uh, the underrated most underrated Christmas movie. I agree. It's great. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Yeah, and it, it's also, uh, it reminds me, and it's not just because the same people are in it, but Couples Retreat, I feel like I appreciate it more as an adult than I would have as like a teenager watching that movie. Especially like for Christmases, it's all about like, ooh, having a baby, blah, blah, blah. Like, And hell, that's that's all people are talking about now is baby stuff. The the scene when the their plane gets canceled and they get bombarded by the news crew. <laughs> And then that's how the movie ends as well. Uh, yeah. just, just, just hilarious. Just hilarious. So t- as if that you can just like <laughs> go into hospital rooms, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like people <laughs> do live TV without asking people beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you've just got to set reality aside and just enjoy it. Texer says, "TJ, I can see the commercial now. The sports talker and Tony Molino, the dealer and the talker for the people. No thanks." Whoa. Texter says, TJ and Nick, why would Scooter be bothered by a guy slandering him who lives with his mom, only eats fast food, drive through food, and has a car that is rolling is a rolling trash can? <laughs> That's a great point. I'm not a, I'm not bothered anymore. Oh, I'm definitely not bothered. Uh, Kirby says, Jesus Rouse, don't put that evil on us. At some point, we are going to have to live with this and move forward. We got vax and treatment now. Treat it like any other illness. UVL still played when their tummies hurt a couple of years ago through the stomach flu. This nonsense can't keep going. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I just talked about it. Like, we're going to be dealing with COVID. Like, COVID ain't going nowhere. You know? Ain't going anywhere. Uh, and let's just hope that the Omicron is as less severe as it's made out to be. Mm-hmm. And 
it it'll it'll end when you want it to you know i i appreciate these uh, this upcoming two texters that provide some more context comparing richie farmer to dante allen richie played in five state tournaments and was the mvp in two of them he was a high school phenom dante was not another one says richie played varsity as an eighth grader yeah and he was in the sweet 16 as an eighth grader like he was a bona fide star like dante allen kind of blew up playing for an aau team you know like he scored a bunch of points for Pendleton County, nope. but it it really didn't happen until later. So yeah, I'm I'm not I, I can't do those comps. UK pass. Adia Mathis played as an eighth grader. People forget. Uh, Texter says John here again. Have a big second, Roush. All right, oh, predictions thanks, for today. Man, I think this is going to be a very high scoring game, and that number is right around where I think it's going to be. Ultimately, I think it's. Kentucky 83, Western Kentucky 74. I'm going 80-71 Kentucky. Caps by nine. I'm going 83-70-13. Okay. All right. Well, we shall see. Should be a fun one. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about it, get you all ready for your Christmas. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. See you later. So who's ready now?